0: Hello, welcome to This Week in Japan. I'm the Guardian John. I'm the Geek Tom. And together we make up Geeks and Gaijins and we bring you all the local news from around the land of the rising sun. Like, just in case you wanted to know. Like, it's nice. I, I live here. Thomas doesn't.
1: Nope, not, not, uh, not a chance at the moment, even if I wanted to. They would not let me in because I would bring deadly, deadly disease. Which I definitely have. He lied.
0: <laughs> More on that later.
1: Still not vaccinated, though, so I don't, do not not have the disease at the same time.
0: Well, before we get to how dangerous foreigners can be, we have a cute corner happy ending. Yay! Of the world's fastest poop break. Apparently eating with me is unadvisable. And then also some sad manga noises. Macron is coming to town! And I as a reporter was following a hot olympic lead i saw the olympic flame that that's why it's hot ah, i saw the torch relay i see
1: it it is a wordplay in fact because uh-huh. the fire is hot and a hot lead is yes very well done good good job
0: golf claps all around I'm so happy with myself <laughs> Regardless of that I think it's time we get started anyway With Cute Corner
1: uh,
0: Just something to get us Like nicely warmed up And started off with And this is an update To a crime corner story <laughs> But a happy ending
1: You don't see that very often do you John?
0: <laughs> no No it does not uh, this is relevant to the, what, uh, to the story we've been covering for a couple of weeks about a giant reticulated python that escaped someone's apartment in Yokohama. Fun times. Okay, to recap you on what was going on, Thomas, mm-hmm. a reticulated python, which is about three and a half meters long, mm-hmm. had disappeared from an apartment in Yokohama. Oh dear. And the man went out to work, he came back, Python wasn't there. Never a good sign. And he thought that it might have left through the open window. And the police were, on the case, patrolling the area in a car for some reason. (laughs) I'm I'm still curious what
1: they were going to do when they found the snake. Were they going to, like, put the sirens on, ask them to pull over?
0: Well, the thing is, Thomas, we will never know. Because, shocking plot twist, the python never left the apartment.
1: <laughs> the python is coming from inside the building.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, so this three and a half meter long python, I will reiterate, that weighs ten kilos. <laughs> um, after more than two weeks since the python ran away, and they, they hadn't found any clues... Um, And upon talking to what this article just calls experts, uh, (laughs) yes, those Python escape experts, uh, they thought that the snake might have actually stayed in the apartment. So on the 22nd of May, uh, they searched the attic uh, with a caretaker. And they discovered the python wrapped around a pillar in the attic. (laughs) And it was subsequently captured. So this is 17 days after the python had been on the run. And during this time, this article also says that during this time, there were no injuries or damages. Yeah, because the python just had a nap in the attic. (laughs) It took a mental health fortnight. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Good for them Do we know uh, How they managed to get up there Or why they decided to leave the apartment Or have the experts not weighed in On that particular Aspect
0: No they did say they they had to go up there With a caretaker Like the caretaker of the building So it's likely that it's not Somewhere that people would like Usually go mm. It's like Explain how no one found it for for so long. Some comments from uh, local residents. Nice. Uh, When they found the python, came to take pictures of it. (laughs) Uh, uh, One male office worker said, I have an elementary school student and a four-year-old child, so I refrained from letting them play nearby until I found a snake. I was relieved they found it. And a female junior high school student said, I tried to keep away from snake-like places. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry, I'm reading a direct translation from Japanese, so just some stuff, some stuff is great. But it's like, such as Riversides, as much as possible. I'm really glad it was caught. No, Why are second-year junior high school students hanging out at Riversides?
1: <laughs> it's the hot place to be, John.
0: Oh, God, I'm so out of touch.
1: <laughs>
0: I need to find an anime that explains that hot riverside goth. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Jujutsu Kaisen? Uh, mm.
0: <laughs> Basically, everyone is happy. The snake didn't do anything to harm people. Uh, the snake wasn't bad at all. They said it was a little dehydrated.
1: Aww. Um, uh-huh baby
0: though though apparently the um, apparently the man will not keep the python though so he will go to a better Python place according to the owner the captured snake uh, will be managed by the city of Yokohama and transferred to a third party
1: you, you've you've lost your snake owning privileges son you, you lost the snake therefore it has to go somewhere else the snake clearly likes the pillar more than it likes your apartment you're doing something wrong.
0: Finally, the expert, who was apparently the director of the zoo. Ah. In Shizuoka prefecture. Makes sense. Who was the actual one who captured the python. Makes sense. Basically saying, no one saw it, so it might be somewhere where no one sees things. Isn't that
1: like a direct yeah. quote from BBC Sherlock or something? Like, well done, detective.
0: <laughs> F***ing hell. You saw the things that were not to be seen. <laughs> that is the happy ending. Of the reticulated python. Well, good for
1: them. I hope it finds a happy new forever home. Yes. Hopefully, with a large enough pillar. And be kept away from riversides. (laughs) And other people in general, apparently. (laughs) No one wants to hang out with the snake. It must be very lonely.
0: Or maybe that's just how the snake wants to be, Thomas. Fair enough. Maybe it's an introverted snake. Maybe the snake didn't want to be invited to that party anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, despite what the snake wants It is time to move on to Crime Corner Okay, so our main story for this week Is not so much a crime Though someone has definitely got into trouble (laughs) And And once again I'm reading a Japanese article With the help of Google Translate here Um, The link will be in the description But Google Translate um, Makes this title wonderful Oh, which good. is sh- sh- I'm not sure whether the pun is in the original Japanese, but if it is, I love it. Uh, Shinkansen driver uh, for the JR Tokai considers disposal to the toilet away from the driver's cab while driving.
1: I don't think any of that sounds any even remotely like English, John. <laughs>
0: The driver of a Japanese bullet train went to the loo hey there we are <laughs> I mean uh, fair. and he now he now might be fired for doing so. I'm assuming the train was moving whilst he did it uh yes, yeah, so let's let's get more into this um so. There is a rule that the Japanese bullet trades, they go exceedingly fast.
1: Mm, Uh, As by law, obviously.
0: Yes. Well, this one at the time was going about 150 kilometers per hour, which is about 90 miles to the Brexit. Yeah. (laughs) And and during that time, uh, he felt unwell. Poor man. Um, He's going 150 kilometres an hour I'll be surprised <laughs> He felt He felt a stomach pain And so he called the conductor to the driver's cab And asked him to confirm the safety ahead And left for about Three minutes to go to the toilet in the cabin However uh, The conductor who he called in there uh, Did not have A licence to drive the train Ah Cool. At that time, there are about 160 passengers on board. Mm. Thomas, what do you think he should have done? No, one, I am legitimately shocked. Apparently on these trains, it's not required for there to be two people on the train who can drive the train. Yeah, what happens if that guy has like a heart attack or something whilst he's driving? According to the internal regulations this company has, if a Shinkansen driver feels sick whilst driving... Uh, They should contact the transportation commander, and if their conductor has a driver's license, uh, they will change driving, or stop at once, and then leave the driver's cab. So basically, he should have stopped the train. Right. But this is
1: Japan. The train being late is a war crime in itself, so he'd be in trouble (laughs) regardless
0: it would have been yes but maybe not fi- As bad. maybe not being fired um, though the gu- the company does like to state that there is a security device on it called automatic train control that will automatically break when approaching a station so th- it's not gonna go like straight through <coughs> Kyoto central station and go oh that's my train bah.
1: Oh, uh, is that just, so it's just in case it's like a car on the tracks that they really need to watch out for that it's probably best to have a human in there. And if you've got hundred and sixty passengers going hundred and fifty kilometres an hour, it's probably best that someone who could drive the train is in there.
0: Yeah, that yeah. It's like it like I don't wanna say, well you should have been in there and you should have pooped your pants. I'm like <laughs> I'm, yeah, maybe. It's like,
1: if if you're responsible for the safety of uh, that many passengers, or pretty much any number of passengers, and there's no other alternative other than stopping the train to make sure that you don't crash and hurt is someone,
0: probably should stop the train. Like, also, I work at a school. Like, if me and my fellow teacher like just left the classroom for half an hour. With the kids unsupervised, well, maybe not three minutes, but we'd get in trouble. <laughs> and we're not going a hundred and fifty kilometres an
1: hour. That would be a very, a very strange school. Uh...
0: <laughs> Keanu, the Keanu Reeves school of le, of speed reading. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if a new policy for Japanese schools is you are not allowed to slow down once you start reading. You have to keep going at the same speed or faster until you finish the book.
0: And for some reason the sequel's on a boat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, I really hope the sequel to this one is not on a boat. Uh, Though it does look like this poor man is going to lose his job. Oh dear. Oh well. Sorry, bud. It's a rough situation. It is indeed. Uh, what is a more rough situation? This is not so much, once again, a crime for crime corner, more just being angry at the Japanese government. But this is some absurdly horrible stuff. Coming from Japanese lawmakers, no less. Imagine my Yay. shock. <laughs> um, so... This is about, um, so there is currently a bipartisan committee in the Japanese House that is working on making a bill promoting understanding of LGBT issues. This is, this is not, this is not a law. This will not, like, legalise gay marriage or whatever, though Japan should do that. Like, this will not do, like, anything, like, active, the main thing that some of these, uh, some of these uh, politicians are disagreeing with, is the text of the bill. Uh, the the opposition party forced the adding of a passage, which stated in the objectives and basic principles of the bill, that discrimination must not be tolerated. Sounds good to me. What's the issue? Well, no. No, this is the specific thing that these uh th- that these politicians have an issue with. So some lawmakers have stated that LGBT people are morally unacceptable. What the f- I will note also. So I will state a trigger warning section here if you don't like people being saying horrible stuff about LGBT yeah,
1: people. Yeah. Uh, uh, homophobia, transphobia, etc. What the f?
0: These radical ideas that discrimination must not be tolerated. Um, LGBT, LGBT people are morally, are morally unacceptable, unacceptable and from, from a biological, biological perspective, perspective, human, human beings must, must preserve the species. The species. LGBT, LGBT people, people go against, against this. this. So, I'm guessing all single people go f*** yourselves. I mean, so, that's <laughs> so... I don't think they understand just how many people don't breed
1: <laughs> that aren't just LGBT, that, I mean, Japan has a massive aging population. Do all of those all those old people f***ing and churning out babies? I don't think they are. Do asexual people have to have a moral problem? Do people who just want to live on their own and not have children, do couples who don't want to have children have a moral issue here? Like, that... Uh, <sighs> so, some idiot has got into their brain that because gay couples don't technically make children on their own that they're an issue but like it's not like gay couples can't be parents they it's not like they can't adopt children it's not like there's children who don't need adopting at any given point in time and it's insulting to people who to straight people as well because it reduces them down to just their capacity to procreate i don't think there's a single person who isn't can't be insulted by that statement in fact congratulations you're a f***ing moron
0: so I will note that not everyone in the party is opposed to this. So there was one member of the ruling party who said the discussion was full of extremely emotional opposing views, which was unbearable to listen to. <laughs> this I sounds haven't. pretty f***ing unbearable to me, yeah.
1: If this is the level of discourse.
0: There are lots of people being extremely annoyed at this. There is a now a petition uh, that has over 10,000 signatories. Uh, notably also... I can't say so this was there was a this was in a meeting of 20 people and so I'm not sure whether it's either the articles that I'm reading or whether it's spe- it's not specifically clear which individual politicians made the remarks. Mm. I think there are but I can't remember the names of 20 Japanese politicians. Um <laughs> though Thomas are you ready for just all the transphobia in one statement? <sighs>
1: Well, I would like to imagine that living in the UK has slowly inoculated me to just how fucking transphobic some people can be. But I don't think it's going to hurt any less, so go on.
0: After the meeting, Erika Yamatani, who opposes the bill, mm-hmm. which will become obvious after this next <laughs> statement. Notably, this is simply just against the idea that discrimination must not be tolerated. This is not a law like doing like anything other, we encourage we encouraged that you not discriminate against people. When they say not be
1: tolerated, I want to establish, this isn't like a material punishment, it's just making it clear that as a social value you should call yeah. people out if they are homophobic, transphobic or anything like that.
0: Uh, so, Eriko Yamatani after, afterwards said, In the, United, in the United States, States school, school bathroom, bathroom use issues, issues have been, been brought up, up at various, various parent-teacher's teachers associations. associations. And there are also issues of individuals with male bodies participating in female competitions because they say they identify mentally as women and ending up getting lots of medals given these absurdities we should be a bit more careful were it to grow into a social or political movement wouldn't there be various side effects she added i'd like to make a bill to promote understanding that can serve as a model to the world based on, on Japan's, Japan's national, national character. character. She also said that discussion is necessary. Okay, so literally everything she said was
1: bullshit because the stuff she said about stuff happening in America is literally just right-wing pop- propaganda that has no basis in reality and the rest is empty waffling. Like none of that meant anything to anyone,
0: right? But m- but, but medals but my medals if you can, if you
1: can show me literally <laughs> any example of trans people like dominating sports then then congratulations but i i think anyone who's actually looked into this claim is can realize just that it's it's a complete fabrication trans people are not dominating the sports they're hardly allowed to participate as it
0: is well the thing is she just wants this to somehow be Part of Japan's national character So apparently Japan's National character includes The toleration of discrimination Sounds about right well, That
1: does sound like Japan in fact <laughs> uh, she, She's got that right on the money
0: Uh Yeah well I will say That lots of Japanese people are very angry At this people and well deservedly angry <laughs> And so am I Ah,
1: oh, dear. ah!
0: Uh, this is that i i do keep on saying that like i work with i work with kids i i i work with high school students who are all very pro l g b t and i it makes my little heart like go boom boom uh, but, <laughs> uh, oh, oh this is but the government oh dear uh oh, dear, dear dear it's just such a it's just such an own goal oh dear Anyway, all this rubbish has made me, like, wanting to eat my pain away. Mood. And so this week, this week, Thomas, it's time for my snack break. I've got something that we do have in the UK, though this is slightly different. I think we have in the US as well. This is, I think you know, cheese string.
1: Oh, I remember cheese string from my childhood. Uh, they, they were all or, constantly advertised on TV And they looked absolutely delicious I think I tried them once and they tasted like plastic So, uh
0: Yeah, so this is called Sakadu Cheese Uh, in Japanese So Sakadu Can mean, like, to tear Or <laughs> to split Or Also, it can mean to avoid physical contact With, so I don't know whether it's actually Just a brand name or not But this is Sakaru Cheese uh-huh. You can buy them in little packs of two But this specifically There were three flavours I could buy When I saw this for my snack break Because I was like yeah I miss cheese so much And I know like string cheese is not great It does taste of plastic in the UK uh, <laughs> Though I have had like my students Recommend us like oh I miss cheese And they're like oh I have string cheese I'm like poor oh, sods <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah I'm sorry for bit like you're, you're Japanese and don't know what cheese tastes like <laughs>
0: Yeah so there was the regular cheese, there was the smoked cheese, which did look, oh. did, did sound very sad. Japanese does good smoked cheese. Um, however, so, however, for this one, I thought I would go with bacon-taste cheese. <gasps>
1: oh my God! Look at that.
0: By the way, I'm not. No, it is not bacon flavor. It is bacon taste. Bacon taste, and gentlemen. It says on the label. Oh yeah, bacon and cheese, fantastic. I'm I'm pretty sure that Japan, like the, I've I I need to look this up, but I'm pretty sure the verb to taste is the same for like the meaning for like the flavor of something, because so many Japanese people I meet get the word flavor wrong. Uh, (laughs) What taste do you like? like, I'm not particularly. Um, (laughs) No. So this is. This is 100% uh, Hokkaido milk. So basically it's where an awful lot of milk and cheese and butter products come from. They're all from Hokkaido because it's cold up there. Ooh, you can find pictures of this uh, at the Guide and John on Instagram. That smells unfortunate. Okay, it <laughs> feels feels like a string cheese. It's like a little sausage made of cheese. It smells of plastic, because it's been in plastic. Let's... That's good.
1: It does, it's in fact, action. tear away just like a, a stringed cheese would, in fact.
0: It, it does indeed avoid cheese.
1: It does indeed avoid contact with the cheese, apart from the fact that John is physically touching the cheese right now, so he's not avoiding touch contact with it at all. In fact, he's doing the opposite. So I don't think that's it, how this it, works.
0: But it, it is avoiding the rest of the cheese. Okay, so there we go. He's okay. done the Mental. thing. I've done, I've done the thing you do with cheese string. Uh,
1: for what benefit? I'm not but even is- sure, really. Why is this a selling point? Why do we want to pull the, the cheese apart, John? I don't understand, anyway. Eat. it's
0: the, I'm going to be controversial here. It's the same thing with Kit Kats. Why do you want to, like, eat it brick by brick when you can just, like, go nom?
1: The people hated Jesus because he spoke the truth. I'm just saying.
0: Send all complaints and blasphemy quotes to (laughs) geeksandgaijins at (laughs) gmail.com. Here we go. Eat the Itadakimasu. It does just taste of string cheese, but that was quite a small part. So there was almost, there was like, oh, this doesn't taste of any, like there's no bacon flavor here, but I was getting something towards the end. It was maybe just a small piece. Let's try a bigger bit. Okay that is not so this might be different to the ones in the UK but these are not as bad as I remember uh, so that might be the UK ones are bad Like, and the actual bacon flavour is not bad it's just like an underlying meatiness like so it's. I'd almost compare it like if there wasn't a smoked version I would say this is probably what the smoked version would taste like because <laughs> it's just kind of like it's cheesy and meaty uh, and that flavour goes well so no, I once again, I don't see like it's fun, it's weird, it's a string cheese, but no, it is the texture of rubber, and it is bacon taste string cheese. but I will give that uh Japan is really bad at bacon out of ten.
1: <laughs> I don't know why we thought combining Japanese cheese and Japanese bacon was going to make anything better, but
0: um I mean, they to gave it honest, a try. It- to be honest, it is probably better than Japanese cheese and Japanese bacon. Like, they've put the two really bad things together and made something mediocre.
1: Congratulations, Japan. Uh, in future, maybe stay in your lane. You do, you do other food so
0: very well. They're so bad at bacon, guys. <laughs> so bad at bacon and cheese. It makes me so sad. <laughs>
1: Can't be good at everything.
0: Speaking of cheese, the French president is visiting Japan. But why though? Because the French president. Uh, no, uh, this is because the Olympics. Yay! What? Oh no, sorry, Thomas. I forgot to
1: tell you something. That doesn't sound like you, John. You never forget anything.
0: Thomas. I'm sorry, but it's dangerous to eat with me.
1: Yes, I just saw you eat a whole
0: cheese string.
1: <laughs> Clearly, well, you are a threat to you are a danger to yourself and others.
0: Well, an Ibaraki Prefectural Health Center has uh, just made a call out uh, a call out to local people saying to not eat with foreigners. to prevent infection with the new coronavirus.
1: I mean, you really shouldn't be eating with anyone that isn't inside your
0: household, if I remember correctly. So So this apparently, this this, this was specifically focused at farm workers in Ibaraki Prefecture. Uh, but this headline has gone stupid viral. Because of course it has. Because someone in a health centre thought it'd be good to write down an official piece of, like... of like health advice from a doctor's office saying there are many new coronavirus patients who are suspected of being infected by foreigners i was like there are so many reasons why that's just so wrong
1: japan's new cure for coronavirus xenophobia they've tried it before and it didn't work (laughs) but they're gonna keep trying because they have no other solutions
0: this country is hosting the olympics in two months (laughs) On top of that, it's like the article notes there, it was written that, be sure to wear a mask when talking to foreigners. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> just, just the, the foreigners have little to do with it. It's a, it's a fucking virus. It doesn't give a shit where you come from. Just, just <laughs> wear a mask. The, well, didn't you know, that's what the India variant means, Thomas. It only affects Indian people. <laughs> Why can't I breathe? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, so, after it was issued, the uh, they released a statement saying the content of the document was inappropriate and it was withdrawn. Uh, the health centre said it had no intention of discriminating against foreigners. Lies! I'm sorry if there was any misleading expression. Lies!
1: <laughs> the- Lies! <laughs> you are utter clown.
0: Uh, no, there was a lawyer who I once again, I'm reading a, a an article translated by Google Translate from Japanese, just oh, saying look at the document. Uh, a lawyer who supports foreigners. That's nice of him. <laughs> it's just like, he's just generally he supports them. He gives them hugs. <laughs> like... uh, <laughs> said. A lawyer who is supporting the foreigner, uh, who is supportive of foreigners uh, in a legal sense. (laughs) Not an emotional
1: sense. He's not not an emotional support lawyer.
0: Basically stated that it's part of the Japanese constitution that you can't do this. Uh, Goodness. And he said it was very disappointing uh, to (laughs) explain. yeah i can't
1: imagine how that became part of the japanese
0: because <laughs> <laughs> he said it's because... it may give the impression that the affection is spreading only to the foreigners i'm like yeah did you not remember if people will remember who's listening to the podcast for a long time there was also the entire setup do you know it wasn't it wasn't just foreigners who were spreading it it was the english language Oh, I
1: completely forgot about that. Um, oh, yes, because we pronounce our, like, P's and,
0: what was it, K's really yeah. hard or something. God damn. The iconic phrase that was on, like, Japanese breakfast television was comparing, Kodowa pendes, which means, this is a pen. Oh, the pen to, thing. This is a pen. This is a pen. Damn,
1: these English speakers spitting
0: no way yoku kakuku No, wait, that's not English. <laughs> By the way, that is a Japanese tongue twister, which means the customer next to me is eating white peaches.
1: Makes sense. I can see how that comes up a lot. About as much as needing to say that this is a pen, anyway. <laughs> Most people already know what a pen is.
0: As well as the Japanese for pen is pen. His pen. <laughs>
1: They're very good at this, aren't they? They really have thought the whole, you know, discriminating against anyone who isn't Japanese thing through.
0: I will also say that there are some bases of how, like, not to do with spreading coronavirus. There are, instru- there are interesting differences comparing speaking Japanese and English. Uh, one of the specific ones is when you speak English, you tend to use your whole face. So... Even when your mouth is covered by a mask, you can see that someone is speaking. Um, Whereas in Japanese, it's very uncommon for the face around the mouth to move. Uh, So sometimes it can be seen as very uh, unexpressive, inexpressive by uh, Westerners when Japanese people speak. It's mostly because it's like just the mouth. Whereas if you say like, hello, like my cheeks rise up. That's one of the things I do when I'm teaching school kids English is like, you have to use your entire face to speak.
1: I know one of you listening just mouthed hello to yourself, <laughs> by the way.
0: Hello. hello to you too, listener. <laughs> hello. But yeah, it's really, inter- it's, it's, it's actually really interesting, but it's just being used as a pseudocides to spread misinformation.
1: Anyway, have you given those pigs back yet, John?
0: The president of France (laughs) is going to... Speaking of Uh, foreigners, um... we have no
1: problem visiting (laughs) Japan for some reason. Can't imagine why.
0: It's Macron. Yes, it is French president Emmanuel Macron, uh, who will attend the July 23rd opening ceremony of the Tokyo Olympics, a minister has said on Friday. Um... So this was disclosed by French Sports Minister Roxana... Uh... ...Mas... ...Mada... This was disclosed by the French Sport Minister...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bless him, he's tried so hard with all the Japanese. Don't throw a third language at him. (laughs)
0: Dude, that does happen when you're, like, learning a second language. Like, whenever, whenever I try to remember anything from a third language, like, I end up speaking it, like, Japanese. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but, yes, so the reason for this, obviously, is that France is set to host the next Olympic Games in 2024. Mm. Uh, well, the next Summer Olympic Games. And the sports minister added that she and the national education minister were planning to visit Tokyo separately. Uh, Ooh, this is some interesting. This is an interesting uh, response, though. But when the sports minister was asked on whether the Olympics would still be held, despite the strong concerns for the Japanese people and the coronavirus pandemic, uh, she responded, no one knows what will happen tomorrow. That's ominous. What the f (laughs) do you mean by that? Sorry, that's the first part of the sentence. Oh my god. But the inoculation inoculation of participating athletes is progressing. (laughs) I think we are moving in the right direction.
1: (laughs) F it hell, John That's the f
0: What a hell of a dramatic pause. (laughs) There was a comma there. fucking hell
1: <laughs> okay
0: oh. yeah they also said that governments have to work together bloody bloody blah uh but yeah so yay French French president has come to town um, let's get him some cheese strings to celebrate I'm sure
1: he'll fucking love them because we know how much the French love their cheese even more than we do because they have more types <laughs> we keep stealing them
0: but there we are I just thought I'd bring that up because joy of The Olympic... It's just an Olympic update. Because actual Olympic update, I actually did something. Because you know that Olympic flame that is travelling around the country and giving all the good boys and girls COVID? Um, Yeah. Yeah, the Olympic flame came to my prefecture. And it arrived on a Friday. And I only have a morning lesson on a Friday. So I thought... I took the rest of the day off to go and be the one foreigner to go see the Olympic flame a bit. So I thought I'd just give you a rundown of how that's going in our COVID times.
1: I'm happy to hear about this, John. Let's go. Story time with John.
0: Notably, a couple of weeks ago, my friends who live in the neighbouring prefecture, they had the flame come there. And it was a little different because they were in the centre of a big city when they saw it. And so, and it was quite late at night, so there were generally, like, there were less people around, people were generally on the streets, and it was fine. Whereas where I went to do it, because of the way, uh, because of the way it set out, basically, the torch itself, uh, does about, like, ten little, like, sections of track, which are spread all over, like, the local area. So, and, so... At one part of the track, it will start at this time, finish at another time, and then everyone hops in a bus and drives to the next portion of the track that's all been, like, laid out. So, because it was a Friday, I couldn't actually go to the bit near my apartment, because that was all early in the morning. So, I drove to a little town called the Nambu Town, uh, which had the the flame passing through it at about one o'clock, so it was very sunny. So I actually drove there, I straight from school. I popped out, I had my proper proper camera with me. We all try and upload some pictures to the Facebook. Uh, but as I got out, I thought there's no real parking around. So I parked in the 7 I have no idea if that was allowed or not, but <laughs> no one told me off. So, or they were too scared to. So it was a lovely sunny day and I just walked like the 10-15 minutes uh, to where the start was going to be however when i got there uh looking very obviously foreign and getting lots of very odd looks from all the policemen and like the traffic wardens because of I'm the coronavirus like,
1: yeah. because because you're bringing COVID into town yeah.
0: maybe i also know that i work every day maybe 20 minutes away from this town like by car i am like you're a local i am extremely local uh, but they'd never seen you before. I, also, I know, because I haven't been to every single town in my prefecture. Shock and gasp. But this was the closest one to me. So I, I went there and basically next to this main road that they'd all like cordoned off parts of, they'd cordoned off um, essentially the length of the pavement or sidewalk going along the road where people oh, where people would be running. So to get into this partitioned area, you had to go through like a ticket booth area. And it seemed, looking at the other people and having a short chat to the people on the ticket booth, that obviously a way they'd done stuff to try and prevent Covid is they'd done a like a little local lottery or something. That basically local people would have received something in the in the mail to go. Oh, I'd like to come see it and like just go up and along. So they, so not too many people are there, and so you don't get, like, big COVID crowds. We will get to why this was a problem in a second. So I cannot, I could not go up there. The lady was very nice, however. And there was also, because this is random Japanese, like, townlet, uh, there was a, a dip behind the normal sidewalk, and then just a second sidewalk, uh, which went almost totally parallel to the other one. So I just walked down that. Um, within clear view of everything, I just wasn't as close, and sadly wasn't close enough to snag any of the merch. Sad face. Um, That's what we're no, here so for. So I walked along. Yeah, no merch for me. Meh. No, so I walked along. I set up. I got there about twenty minutes ahead of time, and I saw basically of loads and loads of trucks coming down. So what you have is, first of all, you had the people actually carrying the torch. There are about four or five people. I saw the torches getting like photos taken, and. I took their photos as well. Uh, Notably, I was just in, like, a white shirt and, like, black suit trousers, like my work clothes. So I'm pretty sure, like, the police thought I was some kind of journalist. Like, because I was just there with a semi-nice-looking camera. (laughs) Which I think was why, like, that parallel path I was in, I don't think people were really supposed to be there. Uh, but but I I it's the kind of thing of uh, does anyone here actually speak English? Uh, no. Um, uh, do you want to talk to the foreigner? Of uh, of uh, God no. Uh, do you want to talk to the foreigner? Oh God no. Yeah. So I think that there might have been a little bit of that. He might give you but,
1: coronavirus if he minds his p's and q's. So you don't want to go near I notably, him.
0: Notably, everyone was wearing a mask. By the way. Uh, so lots of the local Japanese people are all like, they're all like spread out along like the area, but there's still loads of space in this partitioned area like, notably this was at the start of it, so I assumed there was more space, I assumed there was more space like even further along the track, because like, I was at right at the beginning, Um, so people arrived, there were also like the sponsors, there were like almost tiny little dance troops of like people from coca-cola and I think like some broadband companies handing out towels and stuff like that going yay yay Olympics Coca-cola woo and I go okay cool they they were very happy looking people they were nice um, and yeah and you had lots of people you saw uh, and I will say I counted there were probably about at least 15 coaches. Or, or, like, small minibuses worth of stuff going on. Uh, and because then uh, the guy, after lots of photos, uh, the first person eventually started running with about six people doing a slow jog around them, uh, whilst the torch bearer was not masked, but everyone else was, so they could obviously take pictures of the torchbearer, whilst a slow-moving truck immediately in front of them Like, with a camera in it. Just moved, like, slightly faster than walking pace. Like, to just keep the camera on it. And, yeah. And so I saw all the beginning of that. I saw all that. I I stood to the side, took some pictures, and went, that's definitely an Olympic flame. Nice. And, yeah. The main problem was... That... This was all happening at 1pm on a Friday... So, like, I assume lots of people like me came to a time when they weren't busy and just looked for the nearby nearest place at the most convenient time. Therefore, there were actually quite a few other people, Japanese people, who'd come up there and obviously didn't have, like, their allocated tickety area things. Because notably, looking on the website, there was absolutely no indication that this was a thing. It might have just been a local, like, prefectural thing. Um, so near the entrance to the partitioned area, you just had, I counted, maybe a, a small, like, scrum of about 30 or 40 people who all couldn't get into the partitioned, like, sidewalk. Mm. Because that was the bit they were allowed on. Because it was the beginning of the race. Because they, they partitioned it all along the middle of the race, uh, uh, along the middle of the, of the run. So they could just be there at the beginning, and like if they had let the people in, there was maybe thirty, forty people. You could have spread them out easily across this partition, but no. It was it, it. It was just that thing of they got so close to doing something well, <laughs> they so close, and everyone was very nice. I'm sure the the torchbearers were very, very smiling, very happy, and had a wonderful day. And generally, I went there, and everyone was very lovely. The, the person, the guide in charge of it But just the the general organisation It just felt very It felt very anemic mm. And I know I'm in the middle of bloody nowhere But it was just There was such a vibe of We are doing this because of the obligation <laughs> Like Like the people were there were like happy to see it They are like yeah but people were there to be like Yeah Like I suppose I should be here The Olympics are going to be happening But as someone who went to the uk like the london olympics and like it's one of the probably the best experiences of my young life i just like there was such a great feeling when i was there but maybe i'm a foreigner i don't get that feeling but it did just feel very subdued let's just say it felt a very subdued flame procession but yeah that's that's if you wanted to know how the Olympic torch went, uh, that how it goes. It was fiery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's doing and then its job I walked well. Home
0: and I, then I walked back to the car and I bought an ice cream. Very nice. Very lastly, very quickly, there's some very sad news this week just to end off with, because we didn't really know where to put it in the show. Mm. Uh, but... Uh, one of the most famous mangaka's of all time, Kentaro Miura, creator of best-selling manga *Berserk*, uh, died at the age of 54 uh, earlier this month, and it was only recently just announced. And this has just been put huge shocks into the Japanese entertainment industry, notably because this series has still be has been ongoing since 1989. This the the and *Berserk* as a series has been running. Eight years eight years longer than I've been alive,
1: and it's been a, a landmark piece of media for and an inspiration for for so many other artists in the media, in the medium. Well, not just in manga, like, but specific- in anime and in in video games, and just pretty much every art form that's come into contact with it.
0: Like main main ones that people specifically are saying at the moment, ones like Dynasty Warriors, Final Fantasy, and Dark Souls um specifically dark souls is a huge of like of dark western medieval of a dark western medieval setting depicted uh uh by japanese people uh there are even like there are big gatherings online uh including in the game final fantasy 14 doing like virtual memorials for him but just generally there is just so much um there's just so much sadness right there and there's like a I've not even... I thought I would see the question raised more, but there's not even an idea of uh, whether whether the comic will, like, continue or not. And I feel like it's very nice that for a lot of people at this point, it's not clear, and that's not the important thing. The important thing is that someone has died, and that's very, very sad. Someone who has made some wonderful... has made some absolutely wonderful stuff, and is... Uh, absolutely an amazing artist who will be missed
1: yeah, the man was an absolute giant and it's a shame to see him go so early Uh, especially to a a condition that some people are attributing to stress, which is a common feature uh, in the manga industry at the moment many artists are overworked, underpaid and burning out like crazy and it's a shame to see this happen to anyone Uh, especially someone so so beloved
0: he will be missed and that is the end of the show so thank you everyone for listening but Thomas where can they listen to more of us if they do indeed want to listen to more of us uh, if you've listened this long, you might as well.
1: We have our podcast up on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. I will upload a video of the podcast onto YouTube. And uh, we'll probably be on other places like Amazon Podcasts as well. If we're not on a place you'd like to listen to uh, to us on, feel free to let us know either at our email at geeksandguidgings at gmail.com or you can message us on Facebook, geeksandguidgings, or... Uh, Messages on Twitter at Chikajins, uh, right. and we also have a Twitch channel where we'll occasionally stream video games uh, when we find the time. <laughs> and the vods should be yeah. up for two weeks after the fact. Uh, I think we're in the last few days of our of last our last stream uh, where we were playing Danganronpa V three.
0: If you're listening to this on release, and that is of course twitch.tv slash mm-hmm. Uh
1: And on the YouTube channel, we also have a few video essays up. If you'd like to watch me, well, listen to me talk about some anime. Uh, is there any other social media platforms we're on that I miss, John?
0: Apart from my Instagram, which is at the John, uh, where you can find pictures of the snack break. And also you can just follow me personally on Twitter, which is at John Comby uh, for general shenanigans. Shenanigans I say
1: Shenanigans he says
0: And for more shenanigans We will see you next week In Japan